Hey guys, what's going on? Evan McPherson, the most prolific rookie kicker in NFL history. I'll read that again. This is a story from the GOAT, Jeff Hobson from Bengals.com. Evan McPherson, the most prolific kicker in NFL history, is looking to keep his job heading into his second season. You would think he wouldn't be worried about it. Back to the article. You would think Evan McPherson is feeling pretty secure these days. After all, so much has changed since he outdueled Austin Sherbert. Now, the funny thing is, I forgot Austin was even the guy he was battling in camp. I was, for some reason, I was thinking it was Randy Bullock, but they cut Randy Bullock in 2020, the end of the season when Austin Sherbert. But that's who Evan was battling last year. Now, combining the regular season, postseason, McPherson's 12 field goals of 50 yards, 50 yards in a single year is an NFL record. He is the first, first kicker in NFL history to have multiple four field goal games in a postseason. It gets better. He was 14 for 14 in the postseason. Is the most without a miss since Adam Venetary record for the most single or most field goals in a single postseason. He tied the record last year. I, I remember that because I was kind of like, how cool would it be if Evan McPherson lines up a kick to win the Super Bowl to pass Adam, Adam Venetary? Um, that was, and we were close to that happening. Ugh. But uh, it didn't. Anyway, let's get back to the article. And yet, you always have to be performing at your best because they can bring in somebody. Tomorrow, McPherson said this week during voluntary OTAs, Evan, or even to replace a guy that was 14 for 14 in the playoffs, they could say, you never know. I seriously doubt they're going to replace Evan. Just a thought. But I like the edge. I like how he's sticking. You always have to compete for your job, which it's the NFL. It's not for long. If they think that guy's better than you, they'll replace you. All right, back to the story here. When they took McPherson in the fifth round last year, they didn't tell him. This is interesting. They didn't tell him he had the job. They kept Sherbert around to kick against him during training camp. This is McPherson. They never said I was the guy, McPherson said. It was always you have to compete for it. And I feel like that probably ne- I probably needed that a little bit just to make sure I was kind of dialed in and just competing every day, trying to get the best out of me, honestly. I think that's why they never really said I was the guy. So even after his pro day and spring practices, he kept kicking and staying sharp for the competition. After last June's volunteers, before the start of training camp in late July, McPherson figured he'd kick three or four maybe times a week. No more now. The, the big leg needed a rest after more than a year of steady, record-breaking work. That makes sense. I mean, you keep working and working and working and working. You got to rest your body. I mean, you can't keep, yes, I'm all for, and I'm all for everybody working as hard as they can. And that's true. But you also have to get your rest in. Now he says he kicks twice, 
maybe once a week after last season. Final kick, a touchdown or a touchback following his 38-yard field goal in the game that gave the Bengals a 20 to 13 lead with 10-15 left in the third quarter of the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, that hurts to read that. <laughs> McPherson didn't kick again for about two months. He's probably tired of kicking. <laughs> nah, he probably doesn't get tired of kicking. He probably likes it. But he says, I feel good. You have to stay refreshed, McPherson said. It doesn't change much right now. I'm just trying to take care of my body a little more. Now, the question is, how do you retain your edge? Since he had an edge last year of trying to be in the competition. He goes, when you're at the, when you're at, when you in practice with a 50, <laughs> 52 yard trying, saying, okay. <laughs> okay, let's go to the AFC title game. What do you do? Remember last year, it's like, oh, looks like we're going to the AFC championship game, boys. That was uh, uh, Jack by Joey there uh, quoting. Uh, what do you do when the guy's already done that? Good question. Now, is Sherbert, the answer to the Bengals trivia, you know, who did McPherson replace? The guys on the other team, McPherson said, or excuse me, I'll try that again. Now with Sherbert, the answer to the Bengals trivia, McPherson is looking elsewhere for that edge. The guys on the other team, McPherson said, for the aspect, if you don't perform well, they'll bring somebody in to outperform you, which is true. Uh, And I think that's the end of the article. Oh, no, here we go. What is this? Vaughn Vett. Oh, that's more about that. Anyway, that's a really cool interview. It's about, about Shooter. Um, but he's right. And I like that that aspect where he's looking for an edge. And that's what this team, all this team, and this is what I love about, this is why Ed McPherson is one of my favorite players. I mean, it's Jackpot Joey, Burrow, Chase, and McPherson are like my three favorite, favorite players because all three of them, are on this mindset of constantly getting better, constantly looking for competition, constantly trying to find that edge, you know, and, and that's what this team is is doing. And that's what the whole thing was, is last year wasn't a fluke. That's their edge. And you know, that's that's the whole team. That is, okay, keep talking. You think we what we did last year was a fluke? Keyshawn Johnson said, it, it, you know, the ball bounced the right way. He's an idiot. You got to watch what happened in the games. It's like Darren Simmons said on my interview, which if you guys have not seen the interview with Darren Simmons, please go back and watch that interview on the channel here with Darren Simmons. But he said they did everything right. They made all the plays in the game. They won in the playoffs. They, they made the plays. That's not luck. Evan McPherson made all the kicks. That's not luck. What? They said 14, 50 yard field goals, 14 for 14. That's not luck. That's not the ball bouncing your way. That's making the play. That's what they did in multiple games last year. They just didn't do enough of it in the Super Bowl. And I know that kills them. I know it does because it kills me. And I didn't even play. But that's where this team is at going into the season. That edge. They all are looking for it. Evan's looking for what can I do to get better? You know, he always got in the back of his mind. If you don't do good, they'll find somebody else, which is true. Clark Harris is in an actual a battle. For his spot this year, Kevin Huber is in a battle, a legit battle, I think, this year for a spot because Drew Christian so far is not injured. Last year he was he was injured, so that's that's another battle. So competition breeds greatness. 
it's not a bad thing to have this, to have a guy coming in pushing you for your job. Now, Clark Harris has never had an unplayable snap in his entire career. That is ridiculous. Like he's on Bengals and Brewers. He goes, all I do is come on here and set record, boys. <laughs> and, and he's saying it tongue-in-cheek, tongue but he is. He set record. Evan McPherson set a record. These are things that are not flukes. When you go out and you do something that nobody else has ever done before, that's not a fluke. That's just work ethic, being good at your job, and the, and I keep going back to the mental preparation. Joe Burrow, Jackpot Joey, said he actually watched the Super Bowl the day after. And I know everybody gave him crap, which is stupid, about going to the Kid Cudi concert. And one thing I, the one thing I, he did say on that full-scale podcast that I did like, that he was watching the NFL films, um, the Super Bowl videos. I can't remember the name of it right now. But where Kurt Warner said when they lost that Super Bowl, he didn't take time to enjoy what they did and what they accomplished that season. And that's what Joe did. And, and to me, that's what us fans have to do too. And I kept telling you guys last year, enjoy this. What we're going through last year, I have no – I hope it will happen again this year. I think it will. But I have no idea. I'm 47. You know, I went through the 90s. <laughs> it ain't easy to do what they did last year. Like Darren Simpson said, it's not easy to do that again. And it wasn't a fluke. It wasn't the ball bouncing their way. They made the plays. Now, I'm confident that they can do it again because they're even better than they were before because they fixed the offensive line. Yes, I think a backup tight end would be nice. I think a fourth wide receiver would be nice. I do think Evan or Chris Evans is going to be the potential fourth wide receiver along with running back. I think he's going to be against you tonight. I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with him. But that's it. That's really it. Now, if Hayden Hurst gets injured, yes, we are, I won't say in trouble. Because Drew Sample's a good tight end. He's just not an elite pass catcher. You know, like Hayden Hurst is. And he's been here for, what, three years, four years? He is what he is, you know? So I would like them to get another backup. But, my boy Fad, this is his opportunity. I, I mean, I'm telling you, if he can learn how to play special teams, that'll help because he will get an opportunity to be the second receiving tight end, I think, if he makes the roster. So I think there's a big shot for that. And I think they want Fad. To, to make it because I keep going back and this would excite me because everybody's like, ah, if yeah, boss can't, he can't stay healthy, which he can't. I mean, he hasn't been able to for his first two years in the league, but if he can stay healthy and, and him and jackpot can, can get anywhere close to what they did at LSU along with Hayden Hurst, there's your two tight end sets. If you want to play it, that's pretty good. I would take that. If Thad, can play like he did at LSU, and I think he can. I really do. I don't know why. I just have a. I just have a feeling. I, I believe in Thad Moss. I think he can do it. And if he can do that, boy, you you talk about an offense getting even better. Watch out. Like I said, it, it's it's an if, but if Thad can be your number two receiving. Because I, I don't, he's not a great blocker. Maybe he can improve. But if he can be your number two, along with Hayden Hurst, oh boy, I, I'm getting goosebumps. I cannot wait for the season. 
I can I cannot wait. I'm so excited. I've been having so much fun going down to the bridge and hang out and talking to the guys. It's really cool because I've went down there so many times that they're like getting comfortable with me. And I'm comfortable with them. I'm not like nervous, <clears throat> excuse me, to talk to them. You know, I'm not trying to bug them, but they know who I am. That's really cool to me. <laughs> you know, that's really cool. I like that a lot. Anyway, I hope you guys have enjoyed what I've been doing on the channel. Later on tonight, live at 5.30, I have Bronson Arroyo, former Cincinnati Reds pitcher. Number 61 on the jersey, number one in your heart. He is a great dude. I cannot believe he's going to give me an hour. This is really cool. So make sure you guys tune in live today at 5.30 for Bronson. And it's going to be great. And then we're rolling to Memorial Day weekend. Hopefully, Ted Karras, Mike Hilton, uh, Cheeto. Eli Apple, Evan, all you guys who said you come on my show, maybe hit me up this weekend. You know, we can record an episode. That'd be great. We'll see. Other than that, make sure you guys like, subscribe, share. Stay tuned to the channel. I'm trying to do my best work I can for you. Hope you guys enjoy it. Say it with me, people. That's just sports, baby. See ya!